Welcome to the Monsters of Talk. I'm Margaret Cho. I'm here with my co-host. Hi, I'm Jim. Jim. Jim Short. Jim Short. Jim for short. Yes. Jim for short. I'm Jim for short. That's a good one. Um, now we have a very special guest with us today. This is very exciting. We're actually even we're we're we're, we're on the set. Ooh. We're on the set of a video that we're making right now, and um, so we're in, not in our usual studio. Our studio is 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 right now being used as a location. Right. So uh, we can't be in there because it's being used as a location right now. <laughs> And we're kind of mobile right now as it is. We're sort of on the run. We're on the run. We're on the go. I mean, we kind of really, we make the studio where the studio is. And, uh, but today, so now, right, right now, um, we're just on the set. Site-specific work. Yeah, we do, we do a lot of site-specific work. We're on the set. We're here with Chris Fleming. Ooh, hello, Jim. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on our show Chris Fleming is an amazing comedian, oh actor. Um, he is uh, the uh, st- a star of uh, Gail Waters Waters. Now, 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 Chris Fleming is on YouTube. He has a television show called Gail Waters Waters, and I, I saw it. I fell in love with it. Oh my goodness, you're making me blush, Margaret. Well, <laughs> I loved it so much, and I, I just started to just freak out and started to really watch it like more than once a day, several times a day, and then talk to people <laughs> about it, and I spread the word, and. Um, and so uh, it's very, very funny. And, and um, so uh, well, is, it, is it the title, Gale Waters Waters? Oh, I think the title is just Gale. But um, I, I guess, I mean, the Waters Waters is suggested in the title. That's her full name. Mm-hmm. But that's too long of a title for, for the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I think just Gale. Now, it's a character that uh, Chris portrays. Yes. <laughs> and yes. it's a woman. That's right. And she's, um, how would you describe her? Uh, uh, she's, she's hell on wheels. You know, she's a uh, she's a suburban woman who's uh, kind of lost her mind. You know, um, incredibly competitive, um, very very strong willed, and um, and just you know ruthless. Yeah. You know. Yeah. About her homemaking life. Yes, about very mundane things. About um, small. You know, in in the com- about the community. She's really all about looking good in the community. Yeah. And so she doesn't have, I always wondered about this. Um, she doesn't have a regular job. She doesn't have a nine to five job. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty clear that she, there's never mention of what she does for a career, but you can imply that she doesn't really have. Well, her one. career is being this woman and working out, having this really, really hard athletic body. Hard body. Her core uh, she says it's about the the, uh, the strength of uh, it could be hit by a Subaru going at 40 miles per hour. She's got that that kind of core strength and she demonstrates it. A yeah. Subaru or a hybrid? Or, or a hybrid or maybe even an Acura, I think, is the actual car that she, she mentions. Oh, because <laughs> I have seen her dri- driving a, a Honda Fit and that is actually a hybrid. That Yes, yes. I mean, she, she does have a Honda Fit, which I think is a stolen Honda Fit. And she also has, she has a Toyota of some kind. And um, she does a, a, a Pilates for Women Who Aren't Afraid to Die DVD a lot. That's... <laughs> that's <laughs> That's that's how she. Oh yeah, that's that's a market that is underserved. Yes, well, it is. You know those kind of women, Jim. You seem always at Whole Foods, and they like um they 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 are the ones that don't get a ticket. 
you know, at the deli counter. Oh, And yeah. they stand there, and then somebody else goes first, and they go, I was first. <laughs> yeah, right. I was first. There's a line. <laughs> yeah. But that's the kind, would you say that that would be, that would be a correct uh, representation? I think that, I think that is, that is correct, yeah. You know, she's, she's not afraid of confrontation, especially, you know, in her, in her daily routine. If someone gets, gets in her way, she will mow them down, you know, and she will... But she see it's the kind of woman. Um, see, the, it's the kind of woman that I think Jim and I probably don't encounter a lot in life because we live a sort of a different life and we're always touring. Right, and you you guys seem to, I I, I assume be surrounded by, you know, um, artists and more you know more relaxed people who aren't um, who aren't that high strung and that deadly to be around as Gail. Mm-hmm. I, I think we only encounter her when she complains to the club. Yeah, that's right. About the show. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh, because she was, because she was talking to her friends during the show mm-hmm. and got thrown out and like, but I was only talking. If yeah. the show was worth watching, right. I would have been watching, but I was only talking. Right, right. How could you throw me out? That's when we encountered that woman. Yeah. Right, right. If right. the show was any good, I would have been watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why I was screaming at yeah. the top of my lungs to my friends. That's the kind of woman that, because it's the kind of woman that's sort of very like, um, she's the, it's sort of the opposite of what we do. Because we're always on the road, and we are, I think, because Jim, people like Jim and I, we kind of, uh, and, and yourself as well, we just uh, are doing our lives. We're, we're, we, have, we have a purpose. But Gail's purpose is kind of she had to make it out of what's going on around her. <laughs> right. And that's right. why she's angry, I think. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I, I think it's like, uh, right. I, I think because she has so little going on, mm-hmm that it just really heightens the importance of of everything like she's in she's the uh the chairwoman of a group called mothers against roadhead which is her <laughs> her kind of raison d'etre stopping stopping roadhead in the community and also you know targeting places like claire's that shitty store in the mall because she believes that those that place specifically um basically encourages roadhead it's crummy crummy girls will get gifts fr- from their crummy boyfriends at claire's and then have incentive to you know administer roadhead whereas if you shop at a place like talbot's <laughs> the likelihood of giving or receiving roadhead is you know d- d- vastly diminished right. but there was one um one one line that uh really caught me when you were doing the walk and you tell explain the walk to I'm so, oh the oh the walk to end bisexuality yeah yeah, yeah she was she and her friends were organizing a walk to end bisexuality in the town yeah that was re- was that related to the roadhead thing or that was another organization that was a separate mm. nonprofit no no that that was that was her organization was fronting it yeah oh yeah. so it, they were they were combined it was like you were doing um um it, it was like sponsored by the Mothers Against Roadhead this is oh, a walk yeah. to end bisexuality I yeah. see I which see may, I don't I think see. it I don't think they ever got enough funding to do it I think it was just discussed and and attempted in yeah. a in a botched what, attempt um, what ribbon is the anti roadhead what color? What what ribbon is that? Uh, teal, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, but she's or so off white. She's so angry, and but but I think it's really I think actually it is a is an important thing about Gail, which I think it's got it serves a deeper feminist function in that you know here's this woman that has I kind of come grown up grown up around feminism yeah. and believes she could do everything and does nothing, but 
just antagonize. Yes, and and I mean, her husband Dave is this castrated, very meek man who mm-hmm. you, who is is faceless. You only see his legs in the, in the series, and every I, we wanted to have no men in it except for Dave's legs, and the only men that we wanted to include was the man who she sexually objectifies, which mm-hmm. is uh, the orthodontist named Doctor Bruce in the town, and so yeah, she is. Um, she definitely uh, is a is a hardcore feminist and really believes in, uh, <laughs> in in the woman race. Yeah, but like I'm like, she's such a feminist. Why doesn't she have a job? Like that's like my <laughs> thing is like that's that's what's so interesting to me about Gail. I mean, I really th- I know you know that I think about Gail a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think about Gail, and I think it's like she is such a feminist probably went to like Mills College with only women, you know, just really yeah. was like, you know, on the forefront of turning this back into a women's only college. Right. Like she's the kind of person that would be like, um, in a frat, in a frat, but like, <laughs> no, but like she would, she would probably say like, you know, oh, the, you know when the trans, trans woman tried to go to the, uh, the women's college, yeah, she right. would, Gail would be like, absolutely not. Hell no. Hell no. If there's even a trace of masculinity, Get it out of there. And it's not because you don't feel unsafe. It's because you just want to control it. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just playing God. That's all. Yeah. But then she has all this feminism, yet then she never uh, went to, into a career. So she, but she just wants to kind of lead the town and fix, fix the town and like kind of be the star of the town. Be the star of the town, and her friend Bonnie, who is her best friend, but also you know also her most you know cherished enemy. I, I think she's just so terrified of Bonnie coming out on top in the town. Like if like Bonnie got her picture taken with her family in Vancouver on a vacation, and it was going to get published in the town newspaper, and so Gail took her family to the Grand Canyon three times to get the perfect picture to be put in the newspaper, just so <laughs> just because Bonnie you know Bonnie couldn't, with that kind of FaceTime. You know, I'd be screwed. I mean, we may as well move, sell the house. You know, if Bonnie comes out on top like that. So yeah, she's she's all about just just really ruling the town, ruling yeah. the roost, and and ruling the body. You know, ruling oh, yeah. her own body. Oh yeah. I always think like I wonder like what what if Gail found a lump in her breast? She would shout the cancer out. <laughs> you know, like she would. You would. She would like if you know cancer's afraid of her. Oh, cancer. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, you know, hey, what you, you, uh-uh. Oh, no, 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 no. Not here. No. Not here. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> about that. Like, I, I really think that, that it could go to, like, this place, like, if Gail got a mammogram and she had, um, you know, a, a you know, I was thinking something breast. like that. Not, yeah. not, not screaming it out. I mean, that's brilliant. But I was thinking about, yeah, what, what would happen if Gail did, you know, flirt with disease of some yeah, kind? Yeah, because she would scare the disease out of her body. Like, she was so, you know, like adamant about this is not happening kind of a lady macbeth out damn tumor (laughs) out out out. right she would she would she would have stage directions to get rid of it (laughs) so now this series is on right now on youtube they've they've done 25 episodes and the people that get into the show get so violently into it i mean we talk about gail and Bonnie and Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Margaret Bonnie, is an incredible Bruce impression. You have a beautiful voice. You know the 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 way that I hope he hears that and he likes it. He I will. Do, he I will. do a pretty good impression. <gasps> Gail, you have. I bet you have a 
beautiful voice. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's really adorable. And the comedy is like really, it's so, it's very real. It's very, very um, something that I laugh at so much because it's so real to the people that I've seen. And so yeah. what, what, the, the, your fans feel this the same too. I think so, yeah. yeah. What was the origination? What, what was your idea? Why did you want to do this for YouTube? And why did you want to make your series? I mean, I think it's yeah. great, but why? Um, well, you know, I, I uh, originally, this is strange, I was going to actually base it around um, Bonnie, a character, another character that I do, Bonnie's husband, Reggie. I was gonna, the yes. whole, it was going to be based Reggie around so Reggie. Much, yeah, he's by awful. The way, that's a whole other yeah. thing. I hate yeah. fucking Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Reggie is like, he's like one of the Messier brothers. Reggie <laughs> is like, Reg, no, he's not like, he's not like Don, he's like Paul. You know, because Paul was always water skiing. Paul would never come to pay you. He would send his brother, like his little brother, because Paul was like, I got to take a family out. To, you know, he's like, I got to bring in and just got a boat. <laughs> Thousands of vacations. <laughs> you just, know, all vacations. And so, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And just, no, no, just so, just so proud of his vacations. That's all. Yeah. And just, and just, uh, you know, a guy's guy, you know, the, the kind of just wretched man that yeah, I, he's, oh, I hate him so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so afraid of just men, you know, just like, ah, ah, you know, like, you know, guys just being, I get, like, you're an, you're a nice guy, Jim. I don't feel that around you, but like where I come from and there's like this new England archetypal man. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was going to base it around Reggie, but then I'd been, I'd been doing Gail in, in, in my up a bit. And so I thought that, you know, I, I was more, um, I felt Gail was in me better. And so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of blow it up and expand it into this, into this town called North bread and just, and just make it. Yeah. Just, just see where, see on the, all the misadventures that she could go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's really, it's brilliantly shot. You know what they do is they, they that's re- Melissa. Yeah. That's that, that, Melissa. That Melissa who's here right now. She's, <laughs> she's shooting us today on set. She is really, um, you, you guys with your, the camera work, you know, they do some stuff where, um, they're they're almost they're they're really doing like action stuff, like in action films. You yeah, know, we're obsessed with 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 serious, ser- like crazy stunts. Yeah, that's 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 our bread and butter. Yeah, and it looks like it's really happening, like things like getting dragged behind a car, or oh, yeah. like like yeah. you know Gail on top of like a Priya. Like it's kind of like I always expect that I'm gonna see Gail underneath the car, like Cape Fear. That's exactly right. the shot I wanted to do, but yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get under an edible arrangements car truck. I wanted to Cape Fear it, like De Niro, yeah. and come out afterwards. I but. think there's going to be a way to do that because that's I always expect that 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 Gale is just going to see yeah. just tar, you know, covered in tar and in, in car <laughs> car yeah. grease. But that's that's the level of stunts that you know they kind they do, and that's incredible for you. Know, you do it with one camera. Yeah, usually, yeah. And, um, you know, they do it in the snow. They usually shoot it in your hometown. In my hometown of Stowe, Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah, and, and I usually get pretty pretty, pretty banged up. Like, my, my, my hips get hurt because, yeah. you know, I f- fly through the air a lot, kicking mailbox, stuff like that, you know. And, yeah, I, I thought I broke my foot once. Ooh. But, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, but we're obsessed with stunts. Yeah. You're like the Jackie Chan of the curves chain for women. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's but that, that's one of the things that I I really admire about the show. First, so many jokes you cannot believe how many jokes that he's such a great so joke writer. Also, so oh, many shucks. jokes in the span of like few seconds, and really, fu- it's a funny, funny. All the characters are really funny, but the camera work also is so inventive because right. when you can take like you know just your 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 actual camera that's not like a professional camera that you just um you just take that and you 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 just use it 
the way that your eye goes with with you just do it like what they do in the movies. And I don't know how you do all these different things, but you really are so inventive and and so unique that it does feel like every every episode on YouTube. It's like an action film. Melissa's yeah, that's why Melissa's just amazing at, at directing and yeah. shooting it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it shows a very it's a it's a very knowledgeable film um, vocabulary like vision like sort of ID ideated vocabulary like you you have this idea of how to make suspense and terror but also terror, yeah. what's funny too it, you know that's a, there's a lot of different levels happening is so, you know I, I haven't seen it is there a cast are there other people? jim you haven't seen it no i'm late to the party oh jim oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna nip home and uh and watch <laughs> nip home. sorry what was your question uh are there other people or do you play all the characters oh no no i it's um it's it's Mostly my family and my, my like Bonnie is played by my mom and oh. um, the uh, there's friends from home you know there's people from from our town so uh, I, I play a couple other characters but it's mostly and Melissa who also directs it plays my daughter and um, <laughs> and then we have a man uh, a man's legs for for Dave and I do the the voice right. of Dave but is yeah. is it all scripted out or is there room for improving in in, in in while you're doing it there's room for improving yeah some of the some some good stuff comes from that but a lot of it's really tightly written too it's a little it's a little blend yeah yeah a little bit of big, a little bit of both and it's like it's it, but it, it's so many jokes you know and sometimes I watch these like videos online and I'm like why is this why do people watch this shit. You know, yeah. like you could watch these videos and it's like you first you get through the fucking 30 second big movie shit like ad or whatever or, whatever <laughs> right, yeah, ad, right, yeah. or like some like, you know, whatever ads they have. And then you sit through that and then you watch this thing that's just like, this is not funny. This is not well shot. Yeah, this is boring. And um, it's got 70 million views. What if that was right. the preview clip for the podcast that someone just clicked Chris Fleming? They heard you say this is boring. <laughs> This is awful. It's got 70 million views. Well, that, why did she have him on the show? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to selectively has, re-edit this. She has such to, disdain. Why are you watching this? <laughs> yeah. Tell but, us, why are you producing this garbage? But it's a, it's a show. I, w- I really want Gail on television, and this has been my, my, my project. And unfortunately, I have to leave town, and I, I can't pursue it as hard as I... I, I would, but I know it's going to happen. I know that you're going to be on TV so that I can watch. See, I want to, I want it to be on TV so that I can, when I am um, living in a shelter, <laughs> that Chris Fleming will pluck me out and say, you know what? She's going to be in the scene. <laughs> you know, like that, that's because I, I believe in uh, his, his work and his, his, his that's very um, sweet, Margaret. path that's and his journey. Thing. Well, it's true. You're the sweetest. Thank when you. I, when I'm, you know. Living on the street, right? It's like a, your safety net. Yeah, I'm, this is my social security. Tip. It's like, well, that's the thing. I mean, you're great at giving back to a lot of people and helping a lot of people out. Oh yeah, but also you're going to need some help on the back end. That's the whole point. It's pay it. It's I mean, that's the thing. Forward. I was like, yeah. I mean, that's you know, that it's like people all go, oh, you do so much for comedy. You do a lot of mentoring, and I'm like, yeah, you're so helpful. Yeah, no, I'm fucking making sure that I don't die <laughs> alone. When one of you bitches hits, you can take care of me. When you one of you bitches hits, I'm getting a big TV. <laughs> I'm gonna get a nurse. You're like the Godfather. You're I, calling in all these favors later on. Yeah, I'm calling yeah. in all these favors. Well, the thing is, is that I have. Um, I, I also have favors on the other side. You know, I know a lot of big showbiz people and I know a lot of people who can, you know, do something. But the problem is, is that like, it's it's like I've known them forever so I don't kind of think of them as intimidating and then 
other people who are new think of them as intimidating. I think of so, you as intimidating, Margaret. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm really, but I'm. I'm oh, you're I'm, not, though. I'm, I'm real, I mean, you're very sweet. Thank you. But you're. I'm real approachable. I'm real down to earth. You, you are absolutely. <laughs> you're the sweetest of thank hearts, you. but, but because you're such, you know, an icon. Thank you. But hey, I really believe in comedy. But you know Margaret, I mean? that's what I was going to say. You appreciate a good laugh. Oh, I so laugh much. so much. That's that's what's great. Well, we were laughing. We were laughing so much because uh, Jim told me this joke about this guy, hamburger. Who will you tell it, Jim? <laughs> Let's hear just, it, Jim. Just tell it really quick. There's this great comedian hamburger, Alonzo Hamburger Jones. <laughs> And um, he, he's a, a African American uh, gentleman. Yeah, he wears a black cowboy hat. Yeah, I can he's say black Texas cowboy guy. hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that, that means he's a good guy, right? Yeah. No, no I he's don't a bad know. guy. I don't know. I don't know. But he was on the Comics Unleashed. Uh, I think it was a hot chocolate edition. <laughs> oh yeah, the Comics sure, Unleashed sure. was a television show over by Byron Allen. Byron, and Byron and Allen, and, and they they, would, have you seen it? Oh, I love it. It's so funny. It's great. It's just that, yeah, it's a shit show. But yeah. he, he's, a, he's a very funny guy, but his tagline to everything is Hamburger. Because that's how you know his name. His name is Hamburger. Hamburger. He tells a joke, then he says Hamburger. And I, and I love that. I love I it. I love it. But he, um, he actually uh, was telling this joke about somebody set him up with a woman to go out on a date. I said, what does she look like? And the guy said, he, he, she looks like Gladys Knight. So I went to go pick her up. She opened the door. The ugliest damn woman I've ever seen in my life is standing there. And I said to myself, I'm glad it's night. <laughs> Did I say that right? No, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes like this. No, let me do it. Wait, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. I got set up on a blind date. And my friend, he said that she looked like Gladys Knight. So I met this bitch. And she was the ugliest woman I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I said to myself, well, I'm glad it's night. <laughs> That's better. Yeah, you got to pump up I, the I end. don't think I remembered it while because I was Because you have to do it in iambic pentameter. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> I'm glad it's night. <laughs> That's he, why. Then he screams hamburger after. Hamburger. <laughs> it's like a drawn out hamburger. I'm glad it's night. I'm glad it's night. <laughs> and then people are dying in the audience. They're like doubled over. And then over the people like laughing, he's just going hamburger. <laughs> Almost to himself. Yeah. And so they, so they never forget. Also, that's I mean, that's a great marketing tool. So those are the kinds. But, you know, so, you know, I'm very supportive of comedy because <laughs> yes. I love comedy so much. It's not just my, you know, it's just, just my job. It's like my life. Right. For, I think for all of us, it's true. This is it's like we love jokes. We love people that can tell jokes. We love we love the absolute alchemy that comedy is in all different kinds. And, and I think what's great what you're doing is that you just decided on your own. I want to do this. Yeah, I want to. That's the times right now. Go do it yourself. Right. It's right. that do it yourself ethic. It's like that punk thing. Like go get a podcast. Go make some videos. You guys are doing right. it. You have your own. Yeah, you got a podcast. We got a podcast, and well, we love it because because there's a lot of comedians that do podcasts, but that that it's just that when you do sometimes when you do a comics podcast, it's just like they're not listening to each other. They're just they, each doing their own routines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like just trying to top each other, and it's like. Well, that's boring. I mean, it's it's fine, and some you know sometimes it's real funny, but it's like there there's more to comedy than just telling jokes or trying to be better or competing. Right. There's like it's best if you can just listen, and that's what we wanted to do is just have a place where we could talk to people like you, and talk about your process and like how did you get to this place where you're doing this, and then you know what do you think about your character and 
those are really valuable conversations. Right. I think. I, th- I yeah yeah I love I love that you guys had me here to talk about that and yeah we yeah we, what we did we just like we had a really shitty camera and we sold it and we got like that another camera and then we Melissa and I just started you know writing it out and we just flew to my house and we shot it and it was you know we shot the first couple episodes and it was terrifying because we, we were like oh god we can't do this because our <laughs> dogs were like barking in the back and you know my mom's you know preheating the oven and it's beeping and we're just like oh oh we it's too much audio all hell's breaking loose what have we done and it was really you know and then it, it, you you edit it and it works out to be pretty good and uh yeah people start start watching it and then you just it just kind of blows out from there and you're just like oh hell yeah we can we can do this you know and you just we just have a really good time with it and margaret is going to be in the season finale the season yes. two finale i'm really excited we're shooting that now and we're going to go back to shooting that i'm very excited um, do you want to tease what we're doing? I mean, it's very... Let's it's, tease it. Let's tease, tease it. it. Um, um, Margaret, go for it. Well, I suggested uh, that I was trying to find what my place would be in this world, this magical world that I fucking love so much, <laughs> that I think is so great. And I'm like, how am I going to fit in? And I think the only way that I would fit in is to be Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> Renowned trellis, Yo-Yo Ma. So and, Gail yeah. kidnaps Yo-Yo Ma from a book signing at Barnes & Noble and tows him in his car back to his, her house. And... Um, yeah, and basically, oh, because her friend Bonnie got a new Bose player, and so Gail, to compete, gets Yo-Yo Ma to constantly play ambiance <laughs> music in the house. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's the scene, and Yo-Yo Ma is unflappable in the scene, but... Well, I, I know him. I tried to study him also online. Oh, and you do an, an amazing job as him. Thank you, thank you. I try, you know, I try. I, I mean, I, I just think, like, sometimes, you know, when you, like, go into a world of comedy, like... You have to know where your place is in it. Absolutely. And so because Gail is such a strong character, for me to come on and try to be funny, like try to be super loud and super well, like, you know, it, it, it really does disservice to the um, planet you've created, the, the world you've created. So it's best to come in as a very real person mm. because when you do that, you actually are much better because you, you fit in. So people don't understand about comedy. Like the, 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 there's this competition that people have, you right. know, of who's funnier. That's right. not what comedy is about. It's about who can do the, the job together. Yeah. And that's like, and I think that's a mistake I've made too. Like you, you realize it's not like I've always thought, oh yeah, this is about laughs. Just try to get, go for the laugh, you know? But yeah, it's mostly about servicing whatever it's the universe and the tone right mm-hmm. and so yeah that's that's absolutely it. it's that value of underplaying it a little bit instead of over instead of doing it so over the top like look how funny we are right, yeah. right, right. when it's more real that's when it has that resonance because you go that's so real yeah and and that's when it that's when it really becomes funny like you said i love that about the like that you've created that universe mm-hmm. if everybody's doing that and then one person's so over the top it just doesn't fit no, it doesn't fit, and it, it really, it, it's then it's sad because it's a lost opportunity. But you know what I want to do? I'm having such a good time with these guys. I want to sh- do another episode. Absolutely. Is that okay? So if we do another few oh, great. minutes talking. Now, where can people find Gail Waters Waters? Oh, okay. Either on Facebook, uh, and my if you search Chris Fleming, uh, I have a page mm-hmm. there, or on um Twitter, uh, just follow Gail WW. And, the uh, tweets are quite funny, too, because he tweets... As Gail. As Gail. Yes. So it's really funny. It's fabulous. People really, people really should go see Chris Fleming. I mean, it's like one of those things. Like, I when I first saw Will Ferrell, I he was in a unitard. 
with um you remember that guy Scott? I forget his name Scott. Um they they did uh Simpatico. And the guy Scott and, and they they this was before SNL. And um when I saw him I was like, "Oh, that guy, I know that guy's going to be a big star because I was like, "Oh yeah, like I could I I can see it. You know, I can really see it." So mm-hmm. like I see that I see that so with you. So I well, you better you, um give me a big TV. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. When you win your Academy Award. <laughs> okay, thank you. You want a TV? That's what you want out of it? Yeah, I think so. Like you mean you mean a TV? TV? Yeah, like a big screen TV. You want a TV? Because I, yeah. at that point, will have like an 11 inch, like black and white TV that only gets like UH, UHF stations and shit. <laughs> right. So like, I can only, well, I don't know what I'll be. That's able to so watch sweet. On. She all she wants is a TV. Well, That's a big one though. Sweet. A big, a huge one. Like yeah. a huge one, so sure. that I could put that in my a hospital room. Not even a good big one, just a big one. Yeah. Well, in the hospice that I'm going to be at. I would like to have, and it would have to have closed caption because by then I'll be deaf. So you'll have to get me a really, really big TV. I, I won't sure. be able to see anything. Yeah, of course. Maybe pay for some of my medication. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know about that, but okay. Yeah. And you know everybody's going to come in. Can we what? Bitch, get out. Yeah, get out. This, this is, is my, my big screen TV. <laughs> Nobody watches anything. It's me. It's mine. <laughs> because, because I did so much for comedy. So, <laughs> so thanks for listening to Monsters of Rock. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. What part of London is that? That right. is um. It's a cop. It's not cop. No, it's um. It's it's like uh. It's where Billy Bragg's from, like barking. It's for Woking. It's like about twenty minutes outside of uh, London, and it's um. It's like suburban. Is that what it is? So there's that accent. There's the Cockney, and then what's, what's that like? That's traditional London. Oh, posh. It's right. posh. posh. It's, it's um. Posh. I say. I say we're rolling. I think you could be rolling because, I mean, it's like, it's like if you're from, from England, your accent is very important because it shows you that's what race is there. Uh. It's like there's not that many um, people of colour. So you have a lot of um, different uh, class distinctions, cl- class distinctions. I-, I can't really do a good Porsche voice. Right. Uh, this is more of an Essex girl. Like, I would be like Emma Bunton. I'm not not posh. <laughs> I'm Emma. I'm Emma Bunton. I, I, I was Baby Spice. I was the one with the bangs. You're almost bordering on sporty. I mean, no, no. Sporty's like. Oh, she's more like no, that. No, sporty's. Yeah. Um, sporty's reckless. Sporty. No, no. Sporty's from like. Oh, sporty's a Geordie. Sporty's got a South African accent. Sporty's like Geordie. No, <laughs> South African. Sporty, yeah, no, sporty. Yeah, like. No, sporty. Um, who is now? What's her real name? Victoria. Um. Beckham. No, no, no. no. Mel C? Mel no. C. Well, Mel. Oh, I'm confusing Posh Hep- No, that's Hepsi. Hepsi. No, that's... Um, Hepsi. That's... Sporty's... <laughs> that's the one that went out with... Uh... Hepsi? The, the one that went out with um, Tommy Lee? <laughs> yes. Tommy Lee. Yes. And, then, and then gave it to uh, Pamela, Pamela. Everyone else. Everyone else. Um, to Kid Rock. Yeah, she gave it to Kid. Oh, we can't. You got to cut that out. Kid, Kid Rock's my friend. No, oh, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no we, but no, uh, we can cut that. No, no, don't. No, 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 none no. of this will get used anyway. No, no, no. We got to use it. Uh, we got to use it. No, but no. no got, didn't he? That wasn't his. That were his grounds for divorce. That she gave him Pepsi. Was that was that Kid Rock's? I thought so. Yeah, because and they got it. From, I can't keep it. They straight. got it from Tommy Lee, but um, no, they were. Re- it was actually pretty bitter because I know that Kid Rock was really in love with Pamela. Pamela. Oh no, I, I don't. <laughs> I bet I don't, he was. I'm, I'm not yeah. faulting Kid Rock because, but you know, when you play with that kind of burning desire, yeah, that's what you're gonna get. A burn, you know, a burning another desire. Burning <laughs> desire. But let me just say something about Kid Rock. He is the greatest, really greatest guy. Really? Such a nice man. Yeah? Yeah, you know, when I went to go see him, 
I went, well, there's two parts of this. Leonard Skinner gave, first of all, Leonard Skinner gave me a uh, laminate backstage pass that said family. No shit. Because Skinner, they're so nice to me. And they've sent me a bunch of their stuff because I, I played this, I, it was a whole long story, but I played this um, Republican benefit where I was booed off the stage and they, <laughs> that I wouldn't leave. They cut off my mic and I wouldn't leave the stage. Because I was like, you know what? I'm still, I'm gonna fucking stand here, no matter what you do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing comedy, and fuck you. And oh, I kept God. doing it. And so they sent a band on stage behind me, and they started playing Leonard Skinner. And I, I was like, <laughs> how dare you use one of my favorite bands to get rid of me? Like it was a real insult. So yeah. I said that, you know, I said that in one of my specials, and then Leonard Skinner said she's fucking family. So I went to this Leonard Skinner Kid Rock show. Wow. I had a family laminate. And I was walking around and um, I saw seven different people bleeding <laughs> in the stands. Like from different, you know, somebody had, a, you know, a bloody eye. Somebody, you know, had mouth bleeding. I'm sure people were bleeding internally. Just someone had a scab that had been opened for exactly. some reason. recently. Just, just messing you know, with a scab too much. Some people were bleeding tears. <laughs> yes. There was a little bit of a stigmata, stigmata. happening. <laughs> and yeah. um, then like... Um, but I was walking through and then people were like following me going, where do you work at? I know you. Hey. Where do you work at? Like where do you work at? Cinnabone. Yeah. <laughs> Are you the chick from you, Cinnabone? You, you, yeah. Where do you work at? They thought you would serve them at the counter somewhere. Yeah, because yeah. they were like, they recognized me, but they didn't know how. Right. So do you get recognized as Gail Waters Waters? Occasionally. Where does that happen? Vegan restaurants mostly. <laughs> That's exclusively either in or around vegan restaurants. I need to either be inside or or within walking distance of a vegan restaurant. Then people would see you and they go, "Oh, oh my god! Do do people freak out?" They, you know, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, they take pictures and uh, they ask for pictures, and uh-huh. sometimes uh, it's it's only happened. Uh, it doesn't happen too often, but yeah. it's yeah, it's funny when it does. You know, they ask me to make the face. I make a tiny. I, Jim, I put my mouth very small, and it's it's like that. Like you know, the small, the smaller you know, I can make it, the better. So, is, it, yeah. is that how Gail speaks? Yeah, that, her, the whole her, time. Her mouth is just perpetually. Does it hurt? Oh yeah, I have to do. I've massaged my jaw afterwards because yeah, right now I got tension in it just from doing. Are it. you afraid of committing so much to a character mm-hmm. that you'll be physically in pain <laughs> in in later parts? You know, like Jerry Lewis has uh, back problems. Well, yeah, Jerry Lewis would because just, like, he did all those and Chevy Chase too. For, you know, when he did oh, when he did Gerald Ford in right. and on SNL. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And those yeah. guys ended up with massive, like you know, uh, real pains right. Mm-hmm. Right. of doing that. And 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 I wonder too about characters because I, I wonder who your influences are because I always read that Peter Sellers, who I uh, I thought was one of the most fantastic actors, Absolutely. but inhabited so many characters. He would come up with the voice and the walk first. Mm. Like, how would it sound? How would the person walk as he started to develop that character? Huh. Who, what, what influences do you have as far as, like, that stuff? Or- God, I mean, yeah, they're, they're not as classy as, like, Peter Sellers. I mean, I've seen Peter Sellers, but, I mean, my influences are pretty, I don't know. Um, I loved uh, I loved Jim Carrey growing up mm-hmm. when I was young. Um, uh, in terms of... Uh, in terms of doing Gale, uh, there was a show called Summer Heights High that I got. Oh, really yeah, and that's yeah. the best. That's Chris Lilly yeah. from Australia is oh, fantastic. Right. Yeah, it's great. It's just so amazing. And I I, I, that, I watched that. I binged on that. Uh, Strangers with Candy with Amy Sedaris. Yeah. I was obsessed with her. am obsessed with her. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a very good 
actor i i wouldn't say i don't know it's like i i i don't really know how to do it like uh, I, the voice i was thinking about like how when i started doing stand-up as gail i was like oh do i need to do a woman's voice but i was like actually no i'm just gonna talk like that's just putting my mouth like that just makes my voice talk like yeah, right. you know, just you just start saying things and you know, you're not even trying to do a character it's more dire i mean it's deeper than my natural voice naturally i, I have a rather meek voice but yeah i think um i think i think it was just that i think just physically once you start doing stuff physically it changes the way you talk and the way you act and it, yeah once you embody that as well yeah well it's in her whole body i mean the, the fact that the yeah. thing about it, it's like when when you see it's actually not just the voice or the face it's the whole body it's the hair it's the mascara yeah and sometimes she will she'll put on an earring Oh yeah, and yeah that, to, to to fancy herself up. If she's going to the orthodontist, she will. She you know. Yeah. Sometimes she will do some like you know she'll wear an earring, and the earring really you know it's fancy. <laughs> you know, like when the earrings on, you know, like this is an occasion one. This is like okay, yeah. I'm just going to be like, you know, uh, really paying attention because this is actually a special one. There was one that they did entirely musically, which was so inventive and so many jokes, but it all music entirely music the christmas special yeah 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 amazing my friend chris hartford wrote, wrote the he's a music prodigy and he did, did all the, the piano stuff and we sang in his living room yeah yeah that was really fun wow that but the really incredible fun. thing about it is that they stayed in character they stayed in the story they stayed absolutely within the world and the the boundaries of gail waters waters but, absolutely yeah but it was all musically it was it was like i guess it was like les mis that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we wanted it to be kind of like just, Miz. Just, just more Miz. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Not more, less more Miz. More Miz, honey. A little more Miz. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, that. that's what's so inventive is that each episode, you know, sometimes you see these like um, people and they don't do that much. You know, they kind of build a franchise online and they, they after a while they build their audience and they don't do much. But with Gail, actually, the stakes are higher and higher. The story gets more and more intense. The um, <laughs> stunts, the camera work gets more and more intense. The um, ideas, the more you know the character, the more she puts herself at risk, she puts everybody at risk, all their relationships at risk. And it's um, what's so brilliant about it is that it becomes this thing where you're just like, I am really in invested in this. You know, you and then you, the audience becomes incredibly invested in it. And what I love about it is that sometimes people just rely on their reputation as a comic, mm. and they rely on this idea of themselves as a comic, and they don't do the work and they don't do the writing behind what it really takes. And so here is a remarkable, remarkable individual, a bunch of individuals, not just you, but you know, Melissa, you guys really create this world that you work harder every single time and it shows so comedy fans yeah we we are obsessed so i just wanted to say that that's really sweet yeah melissa melissa really kind of holds me to that too like because we realized making the second you know the second season that it couldn't just be the same old chobani joke you know you you gotta everything's gotta be heightened that you gotta keep raising the stakes or yeah it's just it's it's not gonna go anywhere and it's just you can't really you can't really milk those things in the past, although it's tempting to. So I'm glad that you I'm glad that you say that. That's very nice. Well, it's true. And that's why I think people become so involved. And that's why I think once you watch the first one, you have to watch the second one and then and then go beyond. And I mean, it's what's done in really good television shows like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. But I've never seen that employed 
on a series for web web series. And I think that this kind of show is really going to usher in a new kind of way that we view television oh, and look at the way that we view web television because... The, no, truly. Yeah, because the way web, web television is viewed, it's like people don't put enough at stake. They don't put enough work into it because they think, oh, people are just going to watch it at work. And it's like, no, no, respect that audience. You know, respect that they're going to be with you and really go for it. And that's what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, we, we definitely, definitely slave away over that. Yeah. Put a lot of, <laughs> put a lot yeah. of our. Maybe it's unconscious too, though, because it's like, oh, you just know how you want it to be. And then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of both. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, 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 uh, there, there have been, there have been some panic attacks involved, but, but yeah, it's. It's so many jokes and so much work. And it's like, I'm just, I want people to see it so that they will also put work into it. I hope they do. I hope that they, yeah. You gotta be I on, you gotta be it. on, you gotta be on like, you know, make a move, Gail Waters Waters movie. Gail the film. But that, but that is part of the future of where entertainment is going. People are doing stuff online, mm-hmm. streaming. People, you know, shows are now delivered by, via streaming, mm-hmm. whether it be a Netflix or something like that. People are making shows just for that, um, for that venue. Mm-hmm. Because that's how, you know, having a show and getting it put on television now, that's such old world thinking. Right. Almost. Because so many people are breaking through by doing this. And that's what's, that's what's. Uh, you know, fantastic. The, you know, lots of people are doing that, but it sounds like you're really doing it like on such a grand scale that that that's that is where it is going. You're sort of doing it yourself, and um, it's just that everybody's now trying to figure out where is it leading to and what's it what where is it all heading. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's you know that's the thing. It just sounds like the the passion that you have that you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, because you want to do it. It's not you're not doing it because you want something out of it. You're doing it because that's the, that's you're compelled to do it. Right, right. Yeah, we're getting very little out of it, really. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the thing is, is that... At the moment, this, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the fact is, is that it's strange to say this, but, you know, it is a karmic thing. You know, you will get back exactly what you put in and much more because it's so honest and so passionate and real. So that's really, I mean, that's what's really important to remember is that this does not go into the, into the, you know, out there and, and never, you never get it back. You really, you will see the fruits of it. it takes a while sometimes, you know, but it's a good thing too. Sometimes if it happens right away, then you don't even have the chance to develop everything. Right. That's, that's another big thing is developing. Like, we, we we feel so much more so much str- stronger so much more strongly about like the the most recent episode like as it as it goes on you're just like oh yeah well, this is this is this is we this is so much better than it was way back when you started and that's i think that's something that i'm trying to also take into perspective is the patience that it takes to actually like kind of get closer to achieving what it is that you truly find funny and what you truly find good entertainment yeah yeah yeah, and it, what's also good too is that, you know, you're you're talking about things that these people that really exist. I mean, these are yeah. real. The, the comedy of, is set within this very real world, and there's so many people like this that we've seen, and there's so many ways you can take that, and and that that the the emotional reality of it is so honest and true that it's 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 not it's it's not cheap jokes. It's not there's no cheap shots. There's no there's no um, shortcuts. You know, yeah, which is really exciting. And um, so I think, it, you know, it, it's just a really, really exciting world. And um, I think I think it's, you know, you just, you got it going. And I'm so excited to be in it. Yeah, Margaret, you're going to be 
people are going to be so so pumped. I thought to so see long and it. hard about what I was going to do, you know, and then I thought, <laughs> I thought how, I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask him if I could be yo-yo. <laughs> I'm going to try to figure out how I'm going to fight. How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? Okay, I'm going to give him a ride. Okay, those guys have because I, I he's open for me now for two shows, th- three shows, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I, when we when we do this gig, I'm going to I'm going to ask I'm going to ask him if he wants to get a ride with us. And then I'm gonna break the I'm gonna break the yo-yo moth. I'm gonna okay. I, I played it all out in my mind. That was gonna be yo-yo moth. That was yes. your, your plan to be on the show. Yeah, because I thought I didn't know if I would have to explain uh, why I thought yo-yo Ma should be on the show. Uh, no, of course not. I mean, yo-yo Ma is he's American. He's America's cellist. Yes. <laughs> For crying out loud. A lot of the the, the comedy is kind of NPR based. Yes. Oh, is it? Okay. You know, her daughter is named Terry Gross, Waters Waters, and her son is named Ira Glass, Waters Waters. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's quite, you know, there's that kind of weird, like, one-upsmanship about culture that NPR mm. people have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're fighting tooth and nail. Yeah, like who's going to see the more boring show? Well, I want to go see the Whirling Dervishes of Damascus at UCLA. What are you going to go see? Well, I'm going to go see Yo-Yo Ma. No, Yo-Yo Ma is actually great live. I'm not saying that he's boring. And actually, the Whirling Dervishes are great too. Not, not, <laughs> Just, yeah. But who can who can appear more cultured? Exactly. That's what it is. It's the like, people are boring, right. not the events, but they're, like, they're really doing it more, and I, I've For never even seen it. it, but just so that they can say, no, but we, yeah, but we, uh, we are just slightly more educated and, and, and edified than you are. Exactly. Like lectures on German soda or the plight of the seagull, you know, things like that. Those events <laughs> right. that are just... <laughs> Right. So, totally flaccid and totally but it's like they, they, they they're so um that they they use these things to show off to each other like mm-hmm. what they've done and that's what gail is it's like this competition that really has to do with um a lot of sort of the things that npr has sort of brought into <laughs> right. our consciousness yeah exactly exactly and yo-yo ma is one of them you know yeah, yeah. and so you did you like have to say hey i've got an idea for your show it happened organically. I mean, I think we were just talking, and we uh, just yeah, talking. I didn't realize it was a pre-calculated. I thing had been at all. thinking about it for days. <laughs> Actually, I had thought about it even before we met. And I had, uh, I think, how can I easily make this seem? I mean, it wasn't that calculated. I just, I really just wanted to, you know, be in it. But I, I also, you didn't want to a strong arm anything. I also wanted to make sure that you understood that I knew what I was doing. I, I know right. the world. Right. No, of course. I mean, and obviously I was hoping that you would be yeah, in it. Thank you. Of course. But I didn't want to be some like asshole. You know, that like that asshole is just like, I want to come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> just, just basically just says, <laughs> okay, what, when are you taping again? Okay, I'll be there and I'm going to do, like just show up and yeah. take over. Yeah. Right. Like that to me is so that's not hideous. At all. That's, it is hideous, but that's not at all. You know, when people just assume that you're gonna, it's what that you're gonna, you know. Oh, you, you do a want. show? Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll come on. I'll, I'll come on your show. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That kind of shit. So, because yeah. I knew that I know the world so well, I thought this is gonna be the right. This is gonna be the right character for that world. And it is mm-hmm. it, the unflappable Yo-Yo Ma. So you, you I mean, you know Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah, I, I met Yo-Yo Ma at the White House. Right. I've met him on a, a number of occasions. How's, how's that for a story? I met Yo-Yo Ma <laughs> yeah, at the White, White House. House. Yeah. That's by, like a, by the way, like a by move. the way, you know, wh- whatever you think you've got going on, I met Yo-Yo Ma at the White House. <laughs> yes. At the White House. I'm such an idiot. That's the, that's the White House. It's not a, a house that is white. No. no it's no, the no, White no, no, House. No. 
Was it? Was it? Was he playing, or was he just? He's playing. Did, um, he's, he's just there all the time now, isn't he? He's Doesn't there he hang often. Out? Well, no, he wasn't there for a long time because he's very politically progressive. So we, he and I, both did not. Uh, well, he may have gone during the Bush administration, but we had a good eight years where we were not allowed to go to the White House. I was just invited back by the Obama administration, so Ooh. I've been able to go back. And um, but he, uh, he was there a lot during Clinton, mm-hmm. and so I was there for a state dinner for the then uh, president of Korea, who was a uh, Park Chung Hee who was a very conservative president. And um, so uh, we all had dinner and uh, Sarah Chang played and uh, he did he did a little bit of backup for Sarah Chang. And then also I, I've seen him in New York for several other different occasions, you know. Yeah. He's kind of around. He's a very nice man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a good guy. Yeah. I don't that, think you can be a mean cellist, you know. Ooh, are there any mean cellists? Yeah, I but I don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, is it in like that world, it's like, you know who's a dick? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple. Well, that, you know, the the about classical musicians, there's a couple of people that are just kind of. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Whose phone is that? Hello. Is it my phone? <laughs> Hello. No, who's got that ring? Yes. I think that's mine. Oh, it's all right. I thought I turned it off. I'm sorry. You know who's calling you? I think Scott. Scott. Because Silverman? he just called me. Yeah. He just called you? He probably wants to call Hi. Is he in danger? Scott Silverman. I hear I got Hello. bumped from tomorrow's episode. Hi. Let me turn it off. Um, it's it's off. embarrassing. It's off. It's done. So do, pe- do people approach you to want to be uh, part of Gale? Uh, no, no, we've never had that. No, I, well, actually, no. I mean, messages. We get like I get a couple emails and stuff like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be in LA. Um, can I be in it?" And uh, so we we sometimes we need people. So sometimes we put a post out. And like yesterday, we shot. Uh, the the bird watching event where uh, it should be bir- it should, should be, be point. Bo- should, uh, should be point bird watching that it's in New Hampshire it's, it's in, in it's in New Hampshire it should be point we, well we I don't think there was a should be point actually in New Hampshire but yeah we we filmed that in uh in, in Altadena and we we got a bunch of bunch of people who were who were fans and they they came along and they were there and they're great they were really good they had binoculars and all the gear and <laughs> That's everything great. Oh, it's fantastic yeah it's it's yeah it's really good to have that kind of um base you know where people can actually come in and be in it too so i can't wait to see that episode because it's like we've built some you've built so much into the story yeah that it's going to be it's going to be quite a watershed it is and it's going to it's going to be it's going to be pretty um it's going to be a blowout yeah it's Mm going to be there's a lot going on including you yeah i'm really i'm 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 really honored and excited um it's so it's such a you know there's a the the standout thing they do a cappella yes Yes. They do they have a little a cappella group. Gail um Gail see, goes on a college tour and she and she uh witnesses a cappella for the first time and she has questionably what is the most powerful <laughs> orgasm of her life and, and <laughs> it actually flings her through the air and she lands on a Corolla from hearing the, from hearing all that fun music how are they doing that they don't even have instruments so she decides <laughs> to devote the rest of her life to acapella and so she fi- she founds a group in her town called the North Bread Three which is just her her husband and Bonnie and uh, they it's botched they're, they're really awful Obviously, um, well, acapella is awful. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. all, not all of it, but you know what? You know what I mean? Like, just like that, it's so superior that you think you can do it all with your phone. <laughs> yeah, this is what picks. Remember when we go see the? There's an acapella group that would be like at the some comedy club, and they would always like you couldn't get a spot because they had the acapella group go on. Do you remember that? In San no, Francisco? no, no. And they would always do. Um, is she really going out with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is she really going to take him home tonight? You know, like that horrible. And then the right. audience would just be like fucking like going crazy going for Going fucking nuts for this horrible shit. What we were obsessed with, what uh, what Gail, what I really wanted to achieve in the episode was the, the, the hardest part of watching an acapella show is the soloist's entrance to the stage and how they're all lined up in like a, in like a semicircle and then the solo, like they start like the chum, 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 and like the soloist kind of takes, takes like this very cocky and the people who know like, woo, get the, and, yeah. and, they, and they, they start doing it. Oh, it's just grisly to watch. It's so bad. So we wanted to do that. And I think we did that a couple you, times. You nailed acapella. Nailed, <laughs> you nailed the, that movement. What is the difference between that and barbershop quartet? Is it just the hats and the stripy clothes? Barbershop Quartet isn't trying to be as sexy as acapella, I think. I think I think Barbershop Quartet is actually like, a, a, I would say it's a classier thing. I think acapella is just smut. Yeah, I think Barbershop Quartet is actually like, that's kind of um, old Americana. Like that's a different kind of old, like it's old yeah. Americana entertainment. It comes out of burlesque and like variety. Yeah. Um, it's a, there's a tradition of it. There's an American tradition of it. Right. And there takes some, there's some ability. I mean, there's ability in both, but yeah, I... I I would much, I would tolerate that a lot more than, than and it's acapella. it's much more sort of um, fun. Mm-hmm. But acapella is like, it's got that sheen of like extra seriousness over it, right? Absolutely, yeah. like they're they're actually changing the world. Yeah, yeah, or changing your world <laughs> as you watch it. But it's yeah. kind of like this that you present with a thought like we're gonna blow you with we- we're gonna blow with you away with our voices, <laughs> and they're not good people. <laughs> they're not good people. Oh, no, oh no. No. <laughs> I mean, not all acapella. I've I've seen acapella groups that really impressed me. Oh, really? I mean, they're, they're, but they're but that the the kind of group that you're talking about in Gale that that there is um this horribly superior and it really is. I don't have a bone to pick with NPR. I listen to NPR all the time. Sure, sure, sure. But that, that sometimes I do a little bit like get the people who are into it, and that's what I hate about your acapella group, not yours, but the North Bend <laughs> yeah. Three. Yeah, I really hate. That what is the one that Bonnie sings like John Jacob? John, what is oh, it? Oh, it's a it's a Beach Boy song. I wish they all would be California. Oh no, she, oh no, no, no. The one she sings is um, John Jacob. It's a uh, there's like a chum chakatum. It's like um, but what's the song? It's like it's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. Yeah, it's like that gross. I don't even know who that is. It's like it's a country like, pop song. Yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah, like Could blew up in 2011. I saw them at the Grammys, that group, and they were like all hovered over a microphone. <laughs> and they were like, and I need you now. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, I oh, fucking, I was with Kathy Griffin and we were just, just fucking stop. <laughs> Gross. We're like, we're like, this is the most disgusting thing we've ever seen. <laughs> and, I need and it's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck. I wanted to just go because it was like, they were all like huddled over this microphone and they had like really embellished jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and they were like, you know that country, like country strong. You know, yeah, they get like right. these people that gross kind of, they think their voice is really good. And they're all like, and I need in, uh, right. And I'm like, Bleh. <laughs> right. And they're married, I think, to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. The, is it? Is it? I don't even know what band it is. is no. It the one where the stage collapsed and 40, 40 people died. I'm thinking that that's probably what it is. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. They, they did a show in Juarez. I knew that. Uh, oh no, no, no. Did they or did I had a dream that they did a show in Juarez, the most dangerous city in Mexico? I, I. Th- what are they called? Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh 
not evanescence, but like that. Ooh. It's like, oh. um, that's, that's bad on its own. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really bad. But, but those kinds, who that, are they? That, They're the, um, fuck. I don't know. It's like a fe- feminine Lincoln park evanescence. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're they're like a, they're 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 Lincoln Park with a female singer. But I actually right. really like Lincoln Park. It's a little let's sure. Lincoln Park. They're, they're my friends. I I really like them. They're your friends, really? They're, yeah. So I don't want to. No, that guy has a beautiful voice. They're all great. They're all great guys. Yeah. They're 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 Korean Americans or Japanese Americans. I mean, it's cool. I actually really dig Lincoln Park because they are uh, really pioneers, and that you know that they're Rap-rock Asian American. Is is a really big deal. So I, I really like them. But the 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 bands that I'm talking about, or the that, that sort of like, and I love country music, but it's that kind of new country mm. that is really like, and I need. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that kind of to me, it makes me sick because like I have a fucking pretty good voice. I can sing like that. Don't act like that's fun. Don't act like that's good. Right. Don't act like that. I can't fucking do that shit. <laughs> right. And then I'm yeah. Don't her. don't act like you're special. Yeah. That you lot are up there doing it. Because we can all do that. Anybody yeah. can It's the yeah. Grammys, for yeah. Christ's sake. All of us can do that. Yeah. We're all fucking nominated. And you bring me that. <laughs> Fuck you. And then they win. <laughs> they won? They won. But I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm happy for them. They won. But that, you know, it's just that, that I like, I, I get so particular about certain things and yeah. I get really mad. Right. So when, in your perfect world, mm-hmm. um, in, in, in the Chris Fleming ideation of what you want, oh. what do you see? Uh, Margaret, I have, I have such a poor poor uh grasp on on the future and and consequences or anything you know anything that happens in in the in the future i don't i don't know i mean i just want to keep i'm i'm really being really fulfilled doing this you know this stuff with melissa and just like having creative control over it Mm -hmm. and growing a you know a fan base Mm -hmm. and i think that ideally we would just you know be able to travel around with it or have it on some medium be it tv or Choo choo tube, you know any of those, and just making it, yeah, just just being able to keep making it and having and having it be out there. Well, this is what I see. Can I tell you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably have a better better plan. Well, this is what I'm hoping. This is what I already see. Yeah. And I, it's just a matter of like length of time. Yes. I see um, you doing uh, Gail on television. Mm -hmm. I see it becoming a huge phenomenal hit. Like a like people cannot believe like you know, like they will take like like i think portlandia it, it's like it's going to dwarf that like it, i mean portlandia is huge but this will actually reach much more people because portlandia is really really funny really great but the the comedy on it is so so very much directed at younger people mm. gail actually reaches a lot of more of a of a kind of a, a range between like kids and senior citizens, because they know that woman. That's either their mom or their daughter. <laughs> yeah. You know, or their yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to, you or know. them. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I see, like, you know, like, Ali G. Oh, wow. You know, like, that kind of a future, like Borat. Even, actually, I see, you know, like, Borat, maybe Borat, but more Ali G, because Ali G was, like, kind of relating to all these mm. different age groups. And Borat's really funny, but even Borat had sort of a, maybe a limitation there. Oh, that wow. They, I think more like LG. And I think, you know, the TV show is going to be huge and then you'll do movies <laughs> and then you'll do other character movies and then you'll just break into action films or something to that effect. And then I'll have a nervous breakdown. Then you'll have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. yeah you're very balanced. And, and then, you know, you'll, you'll sort of, then you'll do like a serious film or two with Julianne Moore. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, like, I think you'll do like a, you know, a couple of like Scorsese <laughs> films. Like you might probably do some P.T. Oh, Anderson shit. movie. You know, like you'll do, I, that's what I'm, 
I'm, I'm not even shitting you. I'm like saying, I'm telling you the truth. Fabulous. This is like what I think. Wow. Like, it'll be like, um, it'll be like that. You'll like transition into something serious, but then, but that, but the, that the Fuhrer, it will be fueled a lot by the Gale Waters Waters phenomenon. I totally see like Gale Waters Waters in the tub of like the TSA wearing Skechers. <laughs> You know, and you're putting your computer in separately. <laughs> yeah. Over Gail Waters Waters wearing Skechers, <laughs> you know, to promote the shoe. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think these things, I just think is your talent really warrants that. I mean, that's a scary, actually, that's a very scary thing to think about going in front of you. So don't, don't worry about it too much. Thanks, Margaret. But, but don't, and don't, and try not to be scared, you know, when it's going on. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Very, and make sure that when lot. I am in living in the hospice... <laughs> I want a TV. I want my own room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Well, a TV. I'll get... Yeah, I'll give you a TV. I want a really <laughs> big TV. Um, maybe, like, a rascal, like, a, a rascal at home. Like, like you know, those one... Or, like, like a wheelchair that's, like, a, also, like, a motorcycle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like the something things you like get. Like a scooter. Su- su- yeah, like a scooter. A, a hover-round? A hover-round? Like, yeah. no, it's the... Like, <laughs> there's very... There's many. There's this... There's the... Yeah, there's the rascal. There's the hover-round, which yeah. apparently you can take up to the... Edge of the Grand Canyon. Wow. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? That's Where well, they're at the edge of the Grand Canyon. Like, ah, fucking don't fuck around with the Grand Canyon. Yeah, That's what if really you just spontaneously... On something that you might like, oh, there's the wrong pedal. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Did you shoot at the Grand Canyon? Yeah, yeah. Melissa and I drove there one night. And, oh, yeah, it was it was really fun, but Melissa spilled hot coffee on her. Uh, oh, no, I, I spilled hot soup on Melissa, and so she had, like, really severe burns in the car oh, ride. No. Yeah, and we drove like eight hours, and Melissa was like, ah, ah, the whole time. It was really tough, but we got some good shots, and uh, <laughs> that's dedication. Well, that's because Gail j- dives into the, gave, the the Grand Canyon. I mean, this is like, they, yeah. these guys commit. That's why I love it so much, is that it is such commitment that you, you listen, everybody in the reach of my voice has to watch this on YouTube. How can they best watch this? Uh, by finding it on YouTube. Uh, if you On my Facebook, you can find it, or if you just search Gail, uh, Gail Waters Waters on Facebook. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, on YouTube. Um, yeah. Or on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. People got to find it. That's and I like that because it's it's not specific enough that they can go right to it. They got to commit themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of dedication. Journey. Like I'm oh, fucking okay. Yeah. I got to do some searching. To the quest. Is this it? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Make it a little bit slightly difficult yeah. to weed out the wankers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> weed them out. Weed out the wankers. <laughs> but what you need to do is you got to watch it, and weed then you the you got to watch go to one. So that you can be properly introduced to all the characters. Yes. Actually, it's not really like the thing is, is you can go out of order. That's not that big of a deal because I've watched it in order and then I've watched it out of sequence. And (laughs) I find that you can actually figure out what's, you know, like I, I, sorry, I'm such an idiot. (laughs) I'm I'm really obsessed. But like I watched it out of sequence and then I thought, you know, you, it's better for you to watch it in sequence, but it's just as funny to watch it out of sequence because there's so many jokes. The whole time you're shaking your head. I could, well, I'm just, I'm just letting you finish. Yeah, I'm done. Um, I could, I personally couldn't do that because I have to start where the artist wants me to start. Uh, right, right. If like, that's, if they say yeah. that's episode one, that's where I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's yeah. where your episode one is. Yeah. Uh, because it's just, I just have to respect what they want, their vision. But I know what you mean. I give you permission. What, Jim, once, too. yeah, no, no, no. I'm, go, I'm going to do it. Okay. But once you've watched it and you go back, you, then you can skip about. 
Right. But I, it's my own right. mental disorder that I couldn't. It's not a disorder. You're like I a, couldn't you, start at wanna... six because I go fucking. Even if I was figuring it out, I want to start at number one where they wanted me to start. Mm-hmm. I understand that. You get anxiety about. Yeah, I, I, I get that. No, I think it's just it's just it's just that I I, I like. That's the only order in my life. Oh, okay. is uh, YouTube <laughs> <laughs> study? No, I I just I want to start where you wanted me to start. Great, that's I, great. I think that's great, Jim. Well, and then there's a, you know what I want. I would like some of the people that you talk about in the show who are sometimes villainous and sometimes heroic. Um, and these are these particular motifs throughout the show. Yanni, yes, heroic. He, Yanni is sort of like overseas. Everything. Yanni, the element, the Yanni, I really want you to get Yanni. I've tried, yeah. Have you tried? I've, I've tried calling his office and they, they say, oh, well, yeah, no, we'll get I am, Okay, I'm just going to talk about this. I'm, I, I don't want to say, I'm really good friends with Michael Bolton. Are you really? Yeah. I kind of, I wanted, I, I sort of thought I was going to go out with him. I have a little crush on Michael Bolton. Sure. He's and so I was going to, I was actually going to approach him and see if I could try to oh. uh, wheedle. Yanni's number. Oh, out of him. Oh. Also, Zoe Deschanel. I uh, her. She has a singing. She's a group. A singing group. Not she and him, but they're uh, a, a wonderful singer that I sing with. Sam Shelton. She has um not an acapella group with Zoe Deschanel. However, um, Zoe Deschanel is sort of a villain. Villainous. Um, not villainous. What would you describe her? A- antagonistic. I mean, I, I think that Gail. Uh, Gail has a lot of. A lot of hate for Zoe Deschanel and what she represents. Yeah, I think so. I, so I have I have a vague connection with Zoe Deschanel, and I would really like to ask her to be a part of it. Oh what, yeah, what, I what think you, you should. What do you think about that, Jim? Or can you do it? Well, I would. That'd try be to, great. I well, think she's wonderful. I think she's wonderful. Yeah, she's great. I've seen her about. You she's see her out about. And about. She seems to have such a good sense of humor. Yes, that I think she would really enjoy it. Fucking hell! If she did touch the the the, the touch the feel of cotton, yeah, you could get her. Yeah, she's the new uh, voice, spokes voice for for cotton. It used to be uh, the Neville brothers or it was Aaron, Aaron Neville for a long time, and then she's like, she's cotton. she's doing the cotton one. Cotton, just cotton in general. All yeah. cotton, all cotton. You know, uh, you know how there used to be commercials like the I can't I can't the touch the, the feel of yeah, cotton. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. her. Now it's her. Oh, okay. Different yeah. voices of note are, are given that job. It's kind of like a milk, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, got milk kind of commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but Zoe Deschanel, I think, uh, should be on it. Yeah, I think that would be great as long as she's not too insulted by the... Uh, it's not insulting. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't so think, good. I don't think she would be. Yeah. So who else would be good? I, I think Ira Glass. Katie Couric. <laughs> um, uh, Katie Couric would be great. Katie well, Couric. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton is great. Sure. Um, Michael Bolton, he's very, very funny guy. Great sense of humor. That's great. Really great. Um, who else? Is, uh, well, Terry Gross. Um, I've never seen Terry Gross around. I don't even know what she looks like. You know who I know? You know who I know from NPR? Susan Stanberg. Do you really? Yeah. The fucking bitch invented that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch invented the shit. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking bitch invented that shit. Yeah. No, I love her. She's a good friend of mine. That's so great. she she would she would probably come in, I bet. You know, but I mean, the the world's got to be populated with some of these people and I think, you know, the more the show gets out there, you will have That would be really cool to start actually. Yeah. Not just mentioning them, but so. I I will in, be in pursuit of them for you while I'm Ooh. gone. As will, as as I will also be in pursuit of Adult Swim who should have this on their their 
their network. That's that's really very very sweet of you, Margaret. Thank well, you. it's sweet, but it's no. I mean, I mean, I really mean it. I think you're really talented, and I think that this is going to be this is going to be really great for the world and for the spirit of comedy because I really do believe in comedy. Don't I? I really do believe. Oh, you do? No, absolutely. I mean, it's like not even just like I mean. <laughs> you love comedy. You love. You, well, you love stand up. You love watching stand ups. You love comedy movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, but that's your life. That's our life. It's our life. Com- having a laugh. We have such a laugh sometimes. We were laughing so hard in the car. We were going somewhere. We were going to go interview Billy Bragg. And I was laughing so hard that I couldn't, I couldn't move the car. I was blocking traffic. I couldn't back oh, up that or one? go on forward. That one? Wait, what, would, what was it? What, what well, was I don't know. Should we, we shouldn't say it, though. What was I forgot. What it was for that TV show. It was a joke for the show. You know what got me? What? Was when we drove past, there was a big silver uh, head of Lenin, mm-hmm. you said, "Is that Lenin?" And I said, "I think it looks like Sherman Helmsley." Yeah. And then you said, "They st- we got." And then we started talking about how he hasn't been buried yet. Yeah. Like because there's still some contention over the, over the will, which I don't know why they got to keep the body out. Like I don't you know. know. D- don't bury him yet because this isn't settled. Yeah. And then you said, <laughs> "I said that they should send him on tour," and you said he could open, <laughs> for the bodies exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> And we were dying laughing about that. And I think I said, our next corpse needs no introduction. <laughs> I mean, great. we just like... We had such a laugh. We just laugh so hard at stuff. And then so when I showed, I showed uh, Selene and Jesse my, um, you know... Uh, 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 Gail Waters, Waters. I showed them the, the you know, and I, I kept, sh- I kept, because sometimes it's hard to get people to watch videos. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, fucking, you know, like, I don't tell you guys to watch something every day. I don't, I'm not fucking forwarding you shit. I'm not that kind of person <laughs> right. that kind of does that shit. You better fucking watch it. And then they watch it and they got so obsessed. They got hooked. They got hooked. They got and the then hook. We, yeah. It was like a hook. And then we just talked. I told you about this. We talked about Gail Waters, Waters every day on tour. For like a month. <laughs> and we just talked about it. It was kind of like, what would Gail do? Which is sort of a little bit like the motif, too, at the end of each episode. What would you have done? Gail, Gail asks the audience, what would you have done? After doing something that nobody would have done, <laughs> she asks, what would you have done? And yeah, that is that is a motif. Yeah. That is the motif. And so, I mean, it's like people have to watch that. I mean, I can't even fucking stress it enough. I spent like the last hour t- trying to people, yeah, people watch pu- this fucking video. We've pushed it a lot. Thank you. Thank you for... You I'm, I'm going home and straight to episode one. Oh, thanks, Jim. Yeah. Don't watch it as sequence. I mean, you know, you could. Well, I mean, I, that's just for me. That's just for me. Everybody else can do what they wish. I have to start at the beginning. You're a man of order. In that this, respect, in in that respect, respect absolutely. And right. of honor. And and respect of, of artisan, yeah. the, the artistry. Like, that's what, that's, if you don't want him to start at episode six, you would have started episode six. Which would have been episode one. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, um, the, the another show that I could say, the only show that I would say compares to the feelings that I get when I watch you, it would be League of Gentlemen. Oh, wow. I love League of Gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's the one show that that's I'm the like. the funniest show. Yeah, this is kind of, this is the, this is it's like, disgusting. this is like Mark, you know, Reese, and Steve, you know, like, this is like, oh, it's those guys. You know, it's like, I'm like, oh, you know, because you actually, you actually have quite a little bit of a Mark Gatiss. Mm. Quality. Well, thank you. Which I think is a huge compliment. because yeah, I think that is. I great. see that as, as a huge compliment. Mark Gatiss is 
a genius. And he's a quite handsome man. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious. I think Chris Fleming's quite a handsome man. Ooh. I, Margaret, you're quite a beautiful woman. Oh, thank you. I'm not so sure about Gail. Gail, uh, Gail's a handsome woman. Gail is a... Uh, she uses anger. dog shampoo. She's got a lot of volume. That was really great. I like... Okay, when she was using the dog shampoo, my favorite thing about the dog, dog shampoo, shampoo part... Okay, this is why the dog <laughs> shampoo was so great. Because when he was taking a shower... When Gail was making the shower and the dog shampoo, she was... She was washing her hair, but you could see her head above the shower curtain and you're holding the dog shampoo so you could tell that it was dog shampoo. And it was just like... It was like so... <laughs> I can't even describe like it was kind of like on SCTV when they would do something that was like like throw a body off of the um like ledge and it was so obvious <laughs> that it would that that's yeah. why it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Like it was so obvious, like you're just showing the shampoo and showing the head above the shower curtain, and it's just Towering. obvious. Right? Yeah, it was a very obvious shot. Yeah. But it's so it it, it was so funny, and um, she la- gets caught using dog shampoo, and it's it's her, you know, it's it's a skeleton in her closet, but she does it. She needs it. I need it for volume, you know. It's one of those. Also, it wasn't she used it out of necessity like oh i'm out she actually uses she it. she seeks it out yeah but she ah. does it she showers in the guest room shower so nobody okay. would don't, go in and see her using it oh don't, i don't, don't give ruin. too much yeah, away. Sorry, sorry. See, now, sorry. Now <laughs> no, i a little bit taking it out as a little bit of sequence and i've told people a lot but i mean it really does not compare to watching it and then the nah, camera work melissa I there yeah. i can't say enough about the camera work you know i mean that I, okay i'm not even gonna go in there i, I, I just it's clear that I love the show. Yeah. No, it's... And I'm excited to be in it, and people should watch it. Thanks, Margaret. Thank you. Um, you can see Chris live. He's going to be in Boston in June, doing shows in Boston. Um, Jim, I'm so excited. We get better, and we just have the best guests all the time. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just so, so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. And we get to sit down and chat with the most interesting people. Most talented people in the world. You know, really, we really are lucky. We, and, and we, because we have phenomenal taste that's true <laughs> we you know what i fucking hate it when people go well i just curated that <laughs> fuck you you made a mixtape <laughs> but we really curated a fantastic show mm. i mean you know you guys do a great job thank you we do good i you know we're we're we're, we're just gonna have the best people on only now i mean we always have that's all we do just the best people mm-hmm or, and, and everyone we have on is, is our mate. They're our mate. Can I just say one thing about this experience today that yes. is a little bit slightly unrelated? Yes. Um, my Yo-Yo Ma wig, mm-hmm. I would not have purchased it. This is the thing. We went to Billy Bragg, and then we had a little bit of time afterwards. I had to buy a wig for today. So I went to the wig store next door to the place that we w- were interviewing Billy Bragg at, next to the Elbray. So I went and I bought the first wig... That look like yo-yo monomy. And it really does. But the thing is, I, I, I said, um, oh, how much is it? You know, and I was looking at it, and then I saw the tag, and it was a Vivica Fox wig. <laughs> now, can I just say something about Vivica Fox? I, I, ju- I just want to say something about Viv- Vivica Fox. Okay. Okay. And this is maybe going to um, upset some people, and this is maybe going to maybe make people, more people listen to this podcast. Because I'm going to say something pretty cutting. Now, I think Vivica Fox is a beautiful woman. And I think she is a, a phenomenal actress. You know, she's great in Kill Bill. She's great in Independence Day. She's a great actress. Yeah, she's Gr- a, great on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. She's great in so many ways. So many ways. 
So um, Vivica Fox and I, we're, um, for some reason, we had been, uh, we had, I've worked with her a number of times also. She, I'm friendly with her. She's always been nice to me. And I, I've always really respected her work. But we worked on this thing where um, I was there with Selene. You met Selene. Of course. Who works with me. Um, Selene uh, is a little person. She's, She's lovely. Three, three foot ten. Really great comedian. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's really hilarious. So, um, so Vivica Fox and I, we were there and we're all working together. Selene and I, we're all on camera working together. Mm-hmm. Selene, for some reason... Um, was in Vivica Fox's, Vivica Fox's dressing changing area. We did not have assigned dressing rooms, by the way. Nobody was assigned a dressing room. We were just trying to put our stuff down where we were there. And, this, I, and I, had not, I had not arrived at the venue yet to shoot yet. So Lenny was there with Vivica Fox. She, and Vivica Fox, okay, I can't even talk. <laughs> Vivica Fox looked at Selene and had her removed from the room that Selene was getting ready in because... She didn't like the fact that Selene was a little person. Oh. Like she was looking at Selene as if there was something that you know, like like oh, this is bad luck or something. You know that kind of an attitude of like you get out of here. Oh, God. that kind of shit. And I don't know. She might have had a bad day, and it may not have been that. But that really made me mad because we are all working together. You are not a star here. I know you're a star. I think it's great that you're a star, but you do not take that. You don't have an ad. You don't have that kind of attitude where you take somebody who has a different body than yours or some, a different body that you're lo- used to seeing and make her feel as if she is like something that shouldn't be there. That shouldn't be there. Mm. I, w- I got so mad. And I was fuming all day when, on that shoot. And, um, you know, fortunately, she got shot out early and she left. I never gave any inclination that I was angry. Because I, if I started, I would not be able to stop. And I did not want to embarrass my friend who, you know, and it was so horrible. And, like, so then I, I had to buy her wig. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, that's, I forgot the fucking, about that. that's the worst part of it. It was fifty nine ninety nine. I mean, it was good. It was a good price. I think it. you should get it a... a um, Mm, this should be a check cut to you first. Mm-hmm. You should be for, for the price of the wig. Yeah. There should be an apology to Selene. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, yeah, this this is really bad. It's bad. I felt so bad for Selene, and then I don't also like when I want to be pointed out like at that thing. It's like how could, how dare you treat somebody like that? But she felt really bad. Did she realize at that point that she that Selene was with you? Um, I don't. I I, I mean, even if she did, if whether she did or she didn't. I'm not sure. Really it's shitty behavior, matters. anyway. Yeah, I mean, but, but it's really. But shitty. she never addressed it or never brought it up or no, never like. Never, never did anything. Wow. And I felt that so, disappoints me. Yeah, it disappoints me. Disappoints yeah. me because I'm a fan. Right, 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 right. It I'm, definitely dampens dampens uh, my view of her. Yeah, so I'm sorry that I, I screamed. No, I think no, I think I, the, I think it was it was um, it was um, justified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nobody has the right to to act like that anyway. Right. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, that's no. just. I mean, shitty behavior is shitty behavior, and and I know what you mean that you didn't want to call her out at the time because it would have probably just you wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have stopped. I would have been too angry. I would have disrupted the shoot, and I would have brought too much attention to Selene, and that's unfair. Yeah, you know, and I wasn't there. Also, right. I mean, it's just the idea of it is so dehumanizing. Yes. And terrible. And as a woman of color, to not understand that there are certain biases that people have against you, no matter who you are, 
or what you are, whatever. And that we should have a sensitivity to people who are different in general. And it's just an assumption that I would like to have, I mean, for myself. So, you know, when you, when you see that somebody doesn't have that or has some sort of, I don't know if she was, if, if it was a diva trip, and maybe this is all misinformation. I don't know. But from, from the day events that I heard back from Selene, that's, I think, what happened. And I, I'm really angry at her. And I really think that it's, it's really a terrible thing. And it really, really kind of ruined her work for me because I think she's a really brilliant actress. So, um, but in the yo but I'm, I am wearing her wig as Yo-Yo Ma. So there is some, I, you know, it's a, it, two ways. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry. I, yeah, I, I don't think you did the, I, don't, I think it's okay that you, Gave a little bit of money to, to the Vivica Fox. Well, because the wig is the most appropriate one for the. Like, it's fantastic. Mom. It's a great wig. It's so. like I put it backwards. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. I, I fucking screamed. No, I think you had to. I, I think, think you, you had to yeah, get it out. I think it's good that you did. Because, but I, I love how it came out of that. Because you, it was a you were we were having such a great day, and then you saw that probably saw that tag and you went fuck. I said I gotta buy a there. fucking Vivica A Fox wig. Yeah. I said something there just just quietly. To, to cut to the myself and to the to the woman helping me, and then I just tried not to think about it because we had we got to go see the show and I, I didn't want to get mm. mad before the show, so I just pushed it in the back of my mind. Well, it's good that you got it out now, though. Yeah, it just it came out really th- hard. But there were no other wigs appropriate, no other wig maker, no, no Tim Allen wigs or anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's my friend. He's a great guy. I wish yeah. I, I wish I wish there was a fucking Tim Allen wig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me I too. mean, there may have been you know you know well, there may have been a Raquel Welch back there, <laughs> right. But you needed a, a man's wig. Yeah. Was it a, was it a man's wig? No, no, or it's a woman's sh- wig. Oh, it's a woman's short hair, shorter yeah. head wig. Yeah, it's like a. It's, I think it's like um. I think it's a Halle Berry, but I'm wearing it backwards. <laughs> so it's a yo-yo ma. Yeah, it's a yo-yo ma. It's a monster's ball. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing monster's ball. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty much wearing monster's ball. Um, you know, I mean, it's like yeah, but it's backwards. So what about the wig that I showed you that was outside? Not it wasn't outside, but when we got outside, it was in the window and it was on the bottom, yeah. like on the very low. So you had to get down to look at it. Yeah, it was a, a man's wig, and then this weird like mustache. It was like there a was white... a different, like completely different color. It was like a white mustache. Yeah, with a brownie kind of wig, mm-hmm. and it just looked so weird. It looked really it, weird. It, look, it kind of looked like a John Holmes. Um, uh, head though, but in negative. Yes, like if you took a picture of Don Holmes and then you had it with your film camera and then took it out and just looked at the negative. Yeah, because it was like white. It well, it looked really weird. It was odd. I wish I could show people what that looked like. I took a picture. Okay, well, you know what? We're gonna tweet that we'll tweet out. Tweet that out at Monsters uh, of Chalk. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. You can listen to us. Um, Best on iTunes. Why don't you subscribe? Um, we are we are we're killing it, Jim. You with are. This. You can tweet me at Margaret Cho. Where can they tweet you? At Jimmy Shelter. Listen to us every week. We are Mondays at nine a.m. We'll have great guests next time. I'll try to contain myself and my anger. No, let it out. And most 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 important, watch Gail Waters Waters. Yes. Watch Gail Waters Waters. Right. Yes. Yes. All right. From Thank whatever you. starting point you want. Yes. But Start. I'm starting at number one. He's, he's starting <laughs> at number one. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll talk to you next time.